Christmas. I hope everyone is having a great Christmas Eve. Welcome to the Succeeding with Diabetes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Wes Ward. Normally, our podcast is all about helping you take control of your diabetes and enjoy lower blood sugar reading through meal planning and exercise. But today, I want to take some time and talk about one of my favorite times of year, and that is Christmas. Today, while you're running around completing last-minute shopping trips, cooking till you burn out the oven's heating element, and trying to get all those last presents wrapped, I want to take just a few minutes and share some favorite Christmas memories. First, I would like to thank so many of you who responded to my Facebook post and who emailed me and messaged me to share some of your favorite Christmas memories. Today's podcast would not be possible without you. And so today we're going to jump right in and share some stories that you all shared with me. The first Christmas story comes from Chelsea, and she wrote that one of her fondest Christmas memories has to do with the first Christmas in which she was no longer the youngest child in her family. And she had some young nieces and nephews, and she remembers watching them as her father read the Christmas story from the Bible and just how their eyes lit up and how they sat and just really intently listened to him share the Christmas story and how excited they were to open Christmas gifts and participate in their family's Christmas traditions and just how fun it was for her to watch someone else younger, like little nieces and nephews, really enjoying Christmas for the first time and really enjoying the traditions that so many of us have in our family around Christmas. Our next story comes from Kara and Kara shares a story from when she was 13 years old and she was a member of a family with seven kids and mom and dad so nine people in their family and she remembers when she was about 13 that her mom and dad loaded up everybody in the minivan. They made hot chocolate and popcorn, and they took that with them into the minivan, which was typically never allowed. Food was never allowed in the minivan. And so they had the kids put on their Christmas PJs. So all the kids are in the minivan. They're in their Christmas pajamas. They've got their hot chocolate, they've all got popcorn, and they drove around town looking at Christmas lights. And she just remembers how exciting that was, how fun and how cool it was to get to have food and hot chocolate in the minivan and to run around and drive around and look at the Christmas lights and just how that was such a wonderful Christmas memory that you know she's hung on to all these years. Um, of how they got to do that and you know kind of got to incorporate some things that they didn't normally get to do in the minivan. So Janet sent me a story of remembering a Christmas from when she was 12 years old 
and she shares how that she had wanted a 10-speed bicycle all year long. And she had asked about this all year long, and as Christmas got near, she kept mentioning it, and unfortunately, her parents told her that they just didn't think that that was going to happen. And so she was pretty disappointed, thinking that, well, I'm, I'm not going to get my 10-speed. Now, she shared how at the same time, though, she was not completely giving up hope. And so she began the well-known Christmas tactic of all children, and that is snooping. So she went snooping around looking for evidence of a 10-speed. And she looked all over the house and in the attic and the basement. She was pretty uh, persistent. And she said one day she was walking past the family camper and just barely in the window she could see what looked like a handlebar. So she climbed up and peeked in the window and there it was, her 10-speed bike. And she was so excited that she was going to get for Christmas what she had been asking for. Now, I have to say, Janet, I think, is very brave because in my family, snooping was always a very dangerous enterprise because if, you're, if my parents caught us snooping and they realized that we found out what our Christmas gift was, then that Christmas gift got taken back. And so it was always really risky because if they found out we had been snooping, then you lost what you were looking for to having. And so it didn't stop me, I have to be honest. I still did my fair snooping. I still did my fair share of very delicately unwrapping Christmas gifts. <laughs> just enough to have a peek and, and then putting them back so that nobody would know. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't remember ever getting caught snooping. Uh, so it did work out for me, but it was always still very risky. So the last story that I'm going to share that you all sent to me is one of my favorite stories. So I've saved it in this section of your stories for last. And it comes from John. And John shared a story of how that when he was nine years old, his older sister came home for Christmas from college and she brought her boyfriend with her. So it was late on Christmas Eve and the older sister was downstairs with her boyfriend and they were in the living room enjoying the fire and cuddling up together and doing a little kissing. And so he and his brother, after spying on them and learning all of this, decided they were going to embarrass them. So they stripped naked. So John, who was nine years old, and his older brother, who was ten, they stripped naked. They ran downstairs. They ran around the living room several times just to embarrass their sister, which they succeeded at immensely. She was horrified and embarrassed by what they did as they ran their little naked fannies back upstairs. Uh, and so I just love that story. That's not a 
warm, fuzzy, touchy-feely story, but I thought it was so funny when I read that story. It's one of my favorites that you all shared with me. So again, for all of you who shared your Christmas stories with me, and I obviously got more than I could share on our podcast today, especially since it's Christmas Eve. I didn't want to keep you too long today, so I've made a little bit shorter podcast. But I did want to share some of those, some that just really kind of stood out. So thank you so much for sharing your Christmas memories with me uh, and allowing me to share those on our podcast today. So lastly, I'm going to share a few of my favorite Christmas memories. And two of these are my memories that happened to me. And then one is my mom's Christmas memories, one of hers that I often heard told in our family around Christmas time. So one of my earliest Christmas memories has to do with my sister and I. And we always went to our grandparents' house in Collierville, Tennessee. And so it was Christmas Eve, and we were so excited. We were waiting for Santa Claus to show up, and we were watching some Christmas movies. And so while we're all sitting in the living room, and so it was me and my sister and my mom and dad and my grandmother and granddad, we saw this light shining through the window of my grandparents' living room. And so my grandparents, maybe my mom, I think it was maybe my mom was real quick to say, oh, hey, hey, look at the light. I think it's, it's one of Santa's elves. And they're, they're checking on y'all to make sure y'all are being good. And so we, we got all excited and, and thought, wow, this is kind of cool. And, you know, it was so funny. We dared not get too close to the window. But we were looking at the light. Well, my granddad, who was a big guy, had a booming, deep bass voice, got up off the couch and said, I'm going to go get my gun. And so he walked, began walking out of the living room back to the bedroom to get his gun. Well, I don't know why, but I followed him. And I remember to get to his bedroom, he had to walk past the bathroom. And I remember looking in and it was empty. And he got his gun and I said to him, we called him Grandy. And I said, Grandy, where's dad? Because my dad, but this time wasn't in the living room anymore. And he said, oh, he's in the bathroom. Well, we walked back past the bathroom that we all used, the only bathroom that we used in their house, and it was empty. And I thought, well, this is kind of funny. Where's my dad? So my granddad comes into the living room. He's kind of waving his little revolver around, pointing at the window, claiming he's going to shoot Santa's elf. And my sister absolutely loses it. She breaks out in hysterical sobs and crying because she just knows that if my granddad kills Santa's elf, that there's no Christmas for us. Christmas is off. Uh, Thankfully, the flashlight went out and disappeared, and so Santa's elf was saved. And, you know, unfortunately, my dad missed all this. Uh, So, you know, not quite sure what to make of that, but one of my favorite Christmas memories... (laughs) is of that one. And you'll find most of my Christmas memories are funny memories. 
Um, they're for whatever the ones that seem indelible that stick out in my mind. So my second favorite Christmas memory of mine has to do with Christmas 1986, I believe. And it was the year that Teddy Ruxpin came out. So it's either 86 or 85, but I believe it was 86. And I had asked for a Teddy Ruxpin. I had seen the commercials on the television and I wanted a Teddy Ruxpin. And for those of you who don't know who Teddy Ruxpin was, he was a little teddy bear uh, or just a bear really. And he had a cassette machine in him. So he wore this little, kind of these little brown overalls and a red shirt. And you put a cassette in the back of him and then he told a story. That cassette played and Teddy Ruxpin told you a story. And I just thought that was so cool. And if you check out our Facebook page this week for Succeeding with Diabetes, you will find a picture there of Teddy Ruxpin where I... Um, share a little bit about this Christmas memory on Facebook. So go check that out. You can get a visual of what Teddy Ruxpin looked like. So I'd asked for Teddy Ruxpin all year long. And I remember my uncle took us to go see Santa Claus. And I remember sitting on Santa's lap and telling him how much I wanted Teddy Ruxpin for Christmas. So we get to Christmas Day and... Um, I open up my Christmas gifts, and there is not Teddy Ruxpin, but a teddy bear. So that Christmas, so excited for Teddy Ruxpin, Wes just got a teddy bear, who I ended up naming Teddy. Now he was a he's a super cute little teddy bear, has blonde fur and a little golf cap and a plaid scarf, brown plaid scarf. So again, if you'll check out my Facebook post, there's a uh, picture there of what Wes wanted and then what Wes got uh, was just a teddy bear. So that Christmas, though I love that memory, was a little bit disappointing. Uh, my, my hopes for Teddy Ruxpin were dashed. Now I'll tell you an uh, interesting thing about that is I still have Teddy. That picture on Facebook of Teddy was taken just this week. And in fact, my young daughter now sleeps with Teddy every night, along with a teddy bear that another teddy bear I had had since childhood called George. And so that really, in some ways, kind of redeems my Christmas memory of 1986 is that I've passed those two bears on to my daughter and she's taking care of them and protecting them and sleeping with them. So that adds a certain element of redemption to that Christmas story. So my very last Christmas story I want to share with you and we're going to wrap up our podcast today is one that my mom often told at Christmas time. And she would tell the story. In fact, my grandmother also would tell this story frequently. And so when my mom and sister were young, all of their family would come over to their house on Christmas Eve. And they would eat and do a little drinking and have a good time. So one Christmas Eve, all the family was over and my 
grandparents had sent my mom and aunt to bed and my mom's name was Gloria and my aunt's name is Carol and so they were nice snug and tucked in bed waiting on Santa Claus and my aunt Carol is actually younger than my mom my mom was the oldest and so they're lying in bed they're waiting on Santa Claus and they hear outside sleigh bells and shortly after the jingling of the sleigh bells they hear ho 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 merry christmas ho 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 merry christmas and my aunt turns to my mom and says gloria gloria it's santa claus it's santa claus and my mom turns to my aunt and says, Oh, no, it's not. It's just Daddy and Uncle Carl, and they're drunk. And that is one of my favorite Christmas stories that our family shares of the hopes dashed of Santa Claus coming early on Christmas Eve. It was just inebriated family members. Um, so... There are some of your Christmas memories. There are some of mine. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've laughed uh, as you've listened. Thank you so much for joining me for this Christmas Eve edition of the Succeeding with Diabetes podcast. Please join me again next week when we talk about a new year, a new you taking control of your diabetes. Have a very Merry Christmas and I look forward to sharing with all of you next week.